0: We are talking this week about listening like Elijah, and we covered the exact same set of verses Monday. But if you have a friend who needs to hear from God, this would be a great time to share this broadcast. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 92 Today, and we pray together about listening. But before we do that, we're going to spend some time in worship. And we've been praying through the names of God, but we're taking a break from that this week. Hopefully, we'll be back to that next week. But mostly for the reason that as I was prepping these episodes, I needed something quicker than the research and effort that I usually put into the names. So We are going to spend a little bit longer than normal this morning in worship. It's going to be all of Psalm 145. I'm going to read, pray my way through it. haven't done that for a while. Usually we've been reading the scripture and then praying it. This time we're going to read, pray, read, pray. So some of what you'll hear will be scripture. Some of what you'll hear will be prayer. Much of this psalm is straight up Worship, so I may only have to read it and not even have to do my own kind of add on interpretation, or interpretation isn't a good word, my add on words to it. So, ready? All right, this is Psalm 145. Let's pray. I exalt you, my God, the King, and bless your name forever and ever. I will bless you every day. I will praise your name forever and ever. The Lord is great and is highly praised. His greatness is unsearchable. I want to camp there for a second because that's so true. Your greatness is unsearchable. There is no way I can know or imagine how awesome you are. And I use that word intentionally. We use it so frequently in our culture, awesome, that it loses its impact. But your presence, your character fills me with awe. And that's, that's why I use that word. That's why we're in this position this morning of worshiping you, because you create a sense in awe in us, because your greatness is unsearchable. One generation will declare your works to the next and will proclaim your mighty acts. I will speak of your splendor and your glorious majesty and your wondrous works. They will proclaim the power of your awe-inspiring acts, and I will declare your greatness They will give a testimony of your great goodness and will joyfully sing of your righteousness. Father, let me speak of your greatness to the next generation, to the public, to everyone I meet. Let me be a channel that is constantly talking about your greatness, constantly pointing people towards the greatness of God. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, and great in faithful love. Gracious, compassionate. Slow to anger and great and faithful love. When we think of something that is unsearchably great, impossible to imagine how great it is, we usually think of power. And you are all powerful. There is no doubt that we should have a healthy fear of the Lord. But when we list your amazing characteristics, when this psalmist did, when he lists them, he lists graciousness and compassion, slowness to anger and faithful love. Those are what make you truly great. The Lord is good to everyone. His compassion rests on all that he has made. All you have made will thank you, Lord. The faithful will bless you. They will speak of the glory of your kingdom and will declare your might, informing all people of your mighty acts and of the glorious splendor of your kingdom. The first time I read through this, Father, I didn't really see that emphasis on speaking of the glory of your kingdom, declaring your might, informing all the people of your mighty acts. And I recognize that that's an area that I'm weak in. I'm not one that would declare your mighty acts. I'm not one that would constantly be talking about the greatness of God. And I, I guess I ask, I ask your forgiveness for that. But I also ask that you would make this, this worship, this psalm true in our lives, that we would be ones who would declare your might that we would inform all people of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Your rule is for all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and gracious in all his actions. You rule for all generations and you rule this one. You are in control. You are faithful in all your words and gracious in all your actions, even if it doesn't feel gracious to us. Even if it doesn't feel like it's for our benefit, you are gracious in all your actions. You help all who fall. You raise up all who are oppressed. All eyes look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. I love, Father, that your heart is for the oppressed. You help all who fall and you raise up those who are oppressed. Let me be your right hand in that. Let us be coming alongside you in that effort actively, not just talking about it, but actively. There are many in this world who are oppressed for various reasons, and I pray that that would be our mission here, to help you raise up all who are oppressed. We all look to you to give us our food at the proper time. Everything that we have comes from you, and you satisfy our desires. You are righteous in all your ways and faithful in all your acts. You are near to all who call out to you and to all who call out to you with integrity. You fulfill the desires of those who fear you. You fulfill the desires of those who fear you. Give us a healthy, appropriate fear of the Lord. You hear our cry for help and you save us. The Lord guards all those who love him and destroys the wicked. My mouth will declare the Lord's praise. Let every living thing bless his holy name forever. And ever. amen. I love that psalm. That is one of my favorite psalms. We're going to move into the actual scripture portion of the day, which that is actually less scripture than the worship part today, but this was First Kings 19:11 through13, and we've been talking about listening for the past few weeks. and I'm not sure why God had me do this, but we are camped out on the same passage all week. And this morning, in my own time with God, I hit this frustration with that. this, okay, I've been here. Done this. It's been a couple of days now. I've got what I thought I would get from this verse, and it, it was frustrating. And I think that it's healthy to push through that, mm-hmm. to meditate long enough that you really begin to appropriate a scripture. And so that's kind of one of the the things that that this is exemplifying or teaching us this week that camping out and meditating on scripture is healthy. And it gives us time to work through the surface Mm -hmm. part of what God wants to talk to us about and get to the the meat of what God wants to talk to us about, because it's really easy to just take the first lesson that we hear and run on and move on to the next thing. But sometimes we need to camp out and really get to the depth of what He wants to tell us. So let me give you a little bit of background if you weren't with us on Monday. I'm going to give you the overview of a whole bunch of different stories. Elijah had recently had a huge spiritual victory and a display of God's power. And after that happened, a very powerful woman threatened his life and he ran away. Having just been a part of this huge power display by God, he decides that God can't handle this and he ran away into the wilderness. He stopped to rest. He was praying, just let me die. Everything is a mess. I'm the only one left. I've had enough. He literally says, I've had enough. And then he fell asleep. He was given food and water by an angel a couple of times and then spends 40 days in the desert fasting and going to, traveling to Horeb, which is the mountain of God. God asks why he's there a few times and he replies that he's been very zealous for God, but now he's all alone. The prophets have all been killed. Israel has abandoned you, God. I am the only one left. And there's a lot about these stories that we could talk about. But what comes next is what we're praying about today. And it's First Kings 19 verses 11 through 13. At that moment, the Lord passed by. A great and mighty wind was tearing at the mountains and was shattering cliffs before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a voice, a soft whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and he went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Those are our verses for today. Those are our verses for the whole week. Monday, we were praying about what Elijah did with his body and how our posture of listening can physically and emotionally and mentally be, that our, our posture of listening. So today we'll go in a different direction. And actually, I was, <laughs> was kind of arguing with God about this. I don't know the direction that we're going. Usually I have some idea, but today I don't. So we'll just see where God leads and ask you to to join me in prayer. So let's go. Father, I I know that I find myself in Elijah's position fairly frequently, probably. We have these spiritual moments, spiritual insights, or we have this huge experience. And then afterwards, so quickly, we go down to the depths. We crash. And I guess I'm struck today by the fact that Elijah was listening in both of those times. He might be depressed. He might be feeling sorry for himself. He might be really hungry. He might be really tired, which I'm sure he was all of those things. But he's still listening and he's still responding. When he hears you, he gets up and moves to the front of the cave. And I ask that no matter what my emotions are, because heaven knows that they have varied in the past nine months from high to low, Sometimes within minutes of each other, no matter what my emotional temperature is at the moment, I pray that you would find me listening and responding, that I would hear you, that I would be aware, that I would know whether it was you or whether it's just crazy noise. I mean, if you think about it, he had been fasting. He took shelter overnight in this cave. It had been 40 days and 40 nights, and he was lonely and down and feeling like, Israel's turned on you, I'm all alone. He was afraid, scripture says he was afraid and that's why he ran away. So he's afraid, he's lonely, he's probably hungry and thirsty and he's been traveling, walking through the desert for 40 days and nights by himself because he left his assistant or his servant, I forget which, back before he came into the desert. And yet he's listening outside the mouth of the cave and he's hearing the wind, strong enough wind to shatter the cliffs, an earthquake and a fire. And he's able to discern that your voice isn't in them. I struggle with that when I am feeling down and lonely, that I struggle with knowing where your voice is, whether it's your voice or someone else's voice. And I pray that we would become so familiar, so familiar with how you speak to us, so familiar with what your voice sounds like, that there would never be a question, that we would absolutely know that you're not in the fire and the earthquake and the wind, and that we are very responsive when we hear your whispers, that we get up and we move to a place of obedience. No matter what our emotional temperature, no matter what our circumstances look like, no matter what we've been through or what we feel like we're going through, I pray that we would be constantly listening, aware, discerning, and completely familiar with your voice. Teach us and bring the the people and the, the lessons and speak to our hearts and put us on a path where that is true in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining with me, for being here on this this journey with me. If you're on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page watching the live stream, I appreciate you being with me in real time or the replay. So grateful for you joining your voice in this way on this platform. We'll be back again on Monday. This is Wednesday. We'll be back Monday at 10 a.m. Central. If you're a podcast listener, you can listen anytime. And I so appreciate you subscribing and sharing it with a friend. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace on the Gravel Road, helping Christian women grow a God-first life and business. And my heart is that as we pray together, as you and I meet here and do this twice a week, that we will both grow in our prayer lives and that God will use these prayers in mighty ways in our life. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us these words that we're speaking. Amen. Amen.